So welcome to the Future That Works podcast. It's early June 2020, and many people around the world have confronted COVID-19. In Singapore, where our next guest lives, they are in their second wave and are just emerging from their lockdown, which has been more appropriately called a circuit breaker. Many people have been working from home and kids have been homeschooled, all with the backdrop of financial uncertainty with a global recession, uncertainty about our own health in the face of this deadly virus, and Wait, can you just hold on a second? I just got to check. Usually, I can see the record thing flashing. Can you? I, I see it. I see you it. You see it? I see okay. it, yes. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. where was I? Okay. All with the backdrop of financial uncertainty with a looming global recession, uncertainty about our own health in the face of this deadly virus. Our guest today is Jonas Lowe, who is a psychologist and performance coach and is the CEO of Axon Strategies Global. Jonas is a well-sought-after consultant, coach, and trainer with 20 years of experience, an expert in mindsets and performance. He coaches and trains organizations, their leaders, and people to identify and define their psychological glass ceilings and provides them tools and strategies to better their competencies to overcome these barriers and limitations so as to improve performance and competencies to achieve better results. Jonas has worked with clients in both public and private sector, including healthcare, infrastructure, financial services, and the aviation sector. We work together on a resilience and growth mindset blended learning program at Singapore's Inland Revenue Authority. Welcome, Donus. Hi, Teresa. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Great. So today we're talking about resilience and well-being. So I thought we could just start with, like, what is resilience? What's your definition of resilience? Well, well, Teresa, resilience, the term resilience has been around for a number of years in the study of psychology. Uh, although I say a number of years, uh, it is quite relatively new in comparisons to you know, our familiar terms like depression and anxiety. So resilience is actually born out of a positive psychology. And um, the thing is that uh, from my experience, um, it's been linked, uh, associated very closely with negativity. So uh, whenever I talk about resiliency, uh, many people that I come across, they would respond by saying that, oh, uh, is that just about overcoming negativity? And I would say yes, in part, okay, but there's just so much more. It's not just about enduring and overcoming negativity. It's, 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 it's much more. It's, it's also about adapting to the surrounding environment that's changing or to Pers- uh, to people in your relationships that have changed. And um, aside from that, uh, there is that positive element that comes in as well, uh, which is really about uh, problem solving things constructively and you know, thereby improving oneself from first where we started. Great. That's a great definition. And so relevant today. Um, mm. So why do you think mental health is important more than ever? I mean, with already a global epidemic of mental health pre-COVID and in the, in the workplace around the world, we have had problems with attention, with engagement. How, how do you see mental health being even more important now? Yeah, I think the current situation with the COVID-19 has demonstrated a couple of things. Mm. Number one, you know, that people are indeed one of the most essential parts of, not, of, of the workplace, especially, you know, and, and, and despite the, uh, um, the, the incoming you know, the, of um, high power intelligent technology, uh, which, uh, you know, the, the world experienced prior to COVID-19, right, um, we, we realized that people, you know, if there is no one, 
to receive the technology, no one to intelligently use the technology uh, in the right frame of mind, the technology will be pretty much useless. That's number one. And, you know, uh, the, and, and then the people as well, the number two, the second point is that people don't just need you know, technical skills and technological skills, but they need to have adaptive skills, which where you know, resiliency will actually fall under. And, and let me elaborate on that. Um, uh, quite a number of people I've, I've, I've worked with in the, last, uh, in the last months, actually, you know, when I uh, took a poll and asked them uh, amongst these three skills, technical, technological, and adaptive skills, which one do you think is most important mm-hmm. currently? And usually about two-thirds of people will agree that adaptive skills are, in, are the most important skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when I ask them to elaborate, they say that, well, you know, they've experienced the, the real downs because of the COVID-19. Many of them have faced lots of uncertainty. And um, to, be, to be just uh, uh, you know, told to just stay home and not knowing when they'll go back to work, uh, not knowing whether there'll be a work to go back to mm. or even a salary to receive, it's mm. really, really scary for some. Mm. And um, there was a recent survey that uh, highlighted that some people, a group of people, may not even have savings to last through six months. Mm. It's a big group of them. And that's really, really unnerving for a big group of people. So it will affect their mental health. That is the group of people with, with, with uh, concerns about work. Then there are those who have been working from home and they have got to grapple with uh, their children who, you know, who have been staying with them. And uh, at the same time, they've got to attend to other household issues or perhaps, you know, uh, uh, parents you know, who are, who are aged. So uh, it's been overwhelming for a lot of them. And so being, being cooped up at home has also, you know, thrown a, a percentage of people into where they have experienced more stress ever than before. So, so in a way, you know, uh, it's 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 not 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 a, uh, um, you know, it's, it's it's no wonder why uh, mental health is is now more important than ever. Uh, you know, as, like we've got all our technology and technical skills ready, but if the people are not with with the right frame of mind, and if they don't have have healthy mind, you know, how then can they do things properly? You know, they're always carrying with them a very deep sense of stress and anxiety and fear you know, and uncertainty. Uh, these will certainly affect their levels of attention and focus. So they'll start making the wrong decisions. In fact, if they do make decisions, it could be based off emotional ones you know, and they'll panic and they'll just decide on something which you know, may lead to costly mistakes in terms of uh, you know, uh, uh, work, in terms of relationships with others. So this is where I think it's a real, there's a real serious need in terms of organizations to look at the mental health of their people. Mm, absolutely. And when you make mistakes, if, you're a, if your mm. mental health is languishing, it's hard, almost impossible when you say, to learn from those mistakes. It is. It's a vicious cycle, Teresa. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, I, I, I'm really feeling bad about the situation and now I start making mistakes or I start... Um, um, I, I start to notice that I'm not as productive as before or maybe mm. the, the people that I work with, my, my supervisors or colleagues start making remarks, negative ones, you know, mm. because they themselves are feeling the stress, right? Mm. And I can't cope with this, then, you know, the, the negativity grows and grows, mm. right? The inability yes. to take care of oneself, you know, it's, 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 it's really, really costly. Absolutely. Um, so what, what are your top three tips for well-being? Well, 
um, top three tips. Number one would be self-care. Um, and I mean, it's not just mentally, it's also physically, you know, and physiologically. So, so I mean, physiologically, it's, it's simple. It's really about diet. Um, you know, many, many people I talk to, they are now, they, 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 they tell me they spend a lot of time, um, you know, um, during the lockdown circuit breaker, um, uh, eating snacks, eating more snacks <laughs> ever than before, watching more Netflix. And some of us have, have become bakers, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah t- tissue papers, uh, toilet rolls, tissue papers used to be the, the, the scarce uh, thing to buy <laughs> in, in supermarket. Now it's flour. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so a lot of people have gone to baking and eating a yeah. lot. And, yeah. and, you know, it's not the most healthy diet to, to maintain. Um, that's number one. And of course, being stuck at home as well, mm. um, uh, the level of physical activity drops. And, and I, I'm quite heartened to see that there are quite a number of people who have actually taken to doing more exercise outdoors. But on the other hand, right, you know that there's also exposure to, to the virus, mm. right? So, so there's that. Mm. And then, of course, lastly, uh, which is the, the invisible one. And, and I, and I want to stress this to people who are listening in, right? When it comes to diet, when it comes to physical health, a lot of us have been spending lots of time and money and effort on these, you know, building this up, you know, making us strong, uh, eating well. But mm. not many of us are consciously aware and taking care of our mental health because it is invisible. Mm. We don't see it, mm. right? We feel it for mm. sure, mm. right? But others don't, mm. right? And there's not much marketing out there in the consumer market that takes care of these. Mm. So I think that is where, you know, I want to stress that, yes, self-care is important. And I, I talk about mental, physical, and physiological and dietary, of course. But mental health you know, is indeed amongst the three, I mm. think, is most important right now. Mm. That's number one, right? As a, top, as, a, as a tip to take care of oneself. Number two is to please, you know, ensure that there is some amount of socialization outside of your family you know, mm. that you engage in. Um, and of course, there's a lot of uh, um, uh, platform aside from Zoom, things like that. I mean, a simple phone call. And sometimes it's just to, you know, you can set like silly agendas to just listen to music that you know, or talk about the past or just gather. I know friends who gather to eat or have a drink, you know, they buy their own beer and things like that, right? Just keep it going so that uh, we are not too cooped up in negativity or, you know, uh, thoughts that make us worry a lot. Uh, uh, after we read lots of, um, you know, uh, news, negative news coming off social media, coming off, uh, you know, the news, um, that, that can really affect our, our thoughts. So when we socialize, uh, it is is the opportunity, of course, number one, to validate uh, or to really to ventilate and validate a lot of our anxieties. But at the same time as well, uh, opportunity to talk about uh, nice things, to, to even do some positive things with our, you know, our friends online. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, uh, Keeps us keeps us on on that positive uh, perspective of life, mm-hmm. and and the last that's the second point. And the last tip is really about grow or self growth. Um, you know, and uh, yes, I mean some of us may be quite busy with work, looking for our children and things like that. But you know, I do hear that people have now pockets of time. So what did they do? Yes, I mean they watch their Netflix or Korean drama, so and so forth. But it's great opportunity to pick up a new skill. You know, uh, and and uh, I am aware that lots of uh, uh you know free courses that's something or, or even you know the, uh, academic ones and non-academic ones out there that one can pick up on or you can even download books to read up and, and this is really to help one to 
to keep growing. And, and, and when we grow, uh, we, we help our brains to grow as well. Our brains literally do grow new brain cells. And that's very important for, for the health of the brain. Right. Um, and uh, by learning new things, uh, aside from, you know, helping our brains to grow, uh, we also engage in an activity that tells ourselves that, hey, we are in some form of control of our lives. And uh, when we learn new things, you know, maybe it's a new skill that can help us in the future. Right. So that gives us that sense of control. So these are my top three tips then, right? Self-care, socialize and grow. That's great. Great. And um, what, what are your top three tips for resilience? Um, when it comes to resilience, number one, number one. And, and, and when I do run exercises, a lot of, when I ask people to, to define resilience, you know, there are heaps of words. And, and indeed, res- resilience is, should not be defined by a single term, right? And uh, there are many skills uh, to learn to become resilient. But what, does, you know, what, what are the t- top three? Number one, um, I would say is adaptability. You know, so above everything else, I think resilience, the, the, the main flavor of resiliency is about adaptability. It's that ability to, you know, just to, to, to really confront the negative situation, the unpleasant situation that you're facing, but have the adaptability of the mind you know, to study it, to assess it, right? To then, and to consider other ways to problem solve. Right, and not be stuck on the very first thing that comes to our mind and not to start with um, um, stress, not to be stuck in negative emotions or negative actions, right? To have the adaptability of the mind to, to change the course of actions, to change the way we feel about it, right? And to even change ourselves as we grow, you know, and learn from these negative experiences. So that's number one, right? Adaptability. And it also includes um, really about managing our you know, or personal expectations of things, right? So, this, so, so uh, these are more under deep underlying, uh, uh, you know, uh, characteristics and traits in us, uh, our, our expectations and beliefs about the world. So adaptability actually reaches down deep inside of us as well and helps us to, you know, become more, more malleable, more adaptable to the, to, the, to the difficult situations and not be too rigid with our expectations and beliefs of people and things out there. And sometimes this then will lead to uh, some form of um, mindful acceptance of the negative situation. Yeah, so, so that's adaptability. Now, the second one is really about self-awareness. Right, uh, and a big dose of resiliency is about you know as I mentioned about uh, managing ourselves, even being adaptable, and and to be able to do that, right, uh, Teresa. The first thing one needs to 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 have a lot is really about conscious awareness of how we are responding to the difficult and and uh, a challenging situation that's right in front of us. Uh, without this awareness of one's you know, thoughts and feelings and responses, we would not know, we know where to begin to start to mm. change things about ourselves or our environment. So, so self-awareness is really the, the, the second uh, uh, top three tip I have for resiliency. And, and last one, lastly, what comes after that is, of course, optimism. And optimism, of course, um, uh, a simple way to really define optimism is positive thinking. But I, I always, always talk about realistic optimism. 
and it's just not the simple of yes, I can do this. You know, mm. that, and and I call that you know positive. Yeah, that that's nice. But I think uh, when it comes to resiliency, it's really about being realistic as well, right? Mm. And not to become overconfident or overly optimistic of one's chances. Because if 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 things don't turn out well, right? Uh, what can really happen to the overly optimistic people is that they can be adverse. I mean, more adversely affected than one who was probably in a very negative mindset at the beginning, right? Mm. So their fall is really can be quite hard. So when I, when I speak about realistic optimism, it's really about, yes, I mean, there's, the, one needs to be positive about their chances and about the way they respond, but mm. they need to assess that there's that effort, right? The effort that one needs to take to, to pause, to reflect, to look around their environment, the outside, the inside, and to assess the situation. And then choose right, the, the follow-up follow actions that's one based on realism. Mm. Right? And it stands, uh, there was always stand people in good state when they do such things. So mm. my top three tips then, right? Adaptability, self-awareness, and optimism. Mm. I loved what you said about optimism and a realistic optimism because you can't control everything and certainly mm. others, but you can control how you respond to it. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's a way reflecting how um, there are some, you know, there are lots of people who, who might uh, complain a lot. I mean, they, mm. they have the right to do so. And I can certainly understand why, why there are some complaints. But mm. there are a lot of things out there that that's really not really in our control. Mm. I mean, a lot of us wish the COVID-19 would just go away. Mm. You know? that there'll be no lockdown, but there are mm. some things that needs to be done and there's, uh, you know, that we, what we need to do is just adapt to it mm. you know, as, yeah. as realistically and, and as positively as possible. Absolutely. I like to say to my husband, my mind is a garden and I have to be careful not mm. to put weeds into it. So <laughs> I, I'm careful not to watch things that are, you know, too triggering uh, or just upsetting too much. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's enough news without yeah. you know getting uh going into a rabbit hole of you know feeling despondent because it's very mm. easy i think in these days now to just be focused on the negative because you're exposed to a lot of ne- we, can, we can be very yeah. easily exposed to a lot of negativity definitely definitely i think i think all of us are unconsciously affected in one way or another absolutely and finally what have you personally learned about yourself about uh, during the circuit breaker one of the things I, I i really marveled about you when we first met and worked together mm. was how warm and how personable and human you were to um, oh, thank you the people in the room that were learning about um you know what it takes to be to to have a resilient and growth mindset especially since they were about to start a new journey on their careers and close a chapter in their careers as well yeah well um so a personal some personal sharing here i mean although i speak and i speak a lot and i train a lot and coach a lot in resiliency um I, it's still a learning curve for me you know because life is life right uh, there are there's so many things that happen you know a lot so much uncertainty so when, when the COVID 19 hit um quite a number of my work or uh, you know was was cancelled mm. and um i mean uh, uh, financial financially besides mm. the point on financially um it was more about um what i'm going to do with my time mm. number one and what else can i do mm. about um you know about work that's mm. one hand and and so if i could just speak a little bit um uh so i've i i learned that um 
I, I, there were things that I've always wanted to do, but I hadn't done before. I don't know. I just didn't have time to do in the last couple of years, which mm -hmm. I, well, and I told myself, well, this is a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so I kickstart quite a number of projects and managed to, you know, achieve a few things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and of course, uh, I started to, to also look up old resources, um, you know, things, things that were really gold nuggets in the past, but because of lack of time, I put it, I put it aside and I mm -hmm. found them again and wow, they, they were still worth their weight in gold. Mm -hmm. And I hooked up with old uh, people that I worked with before mm -hmm. and we were also happy to get together and work together again. So there are really a couple of things that, that's really, really, um, you know, grown. I found out about myself and that I could actually grow given the time. And, and, mm. and so if that's one thing. I think it's been, if, if not for the COVID-19, uh, uh, what I've learned is that I've been just kept too busy, mm. you know, uh, of just tending to work daily and to my mm. family that I never had quite time to grow myself. Mm. You know, and I think, you know, that this COVID-19 then reveals that, you know, if I could then purposefully, consciously set aside some time and, um, have that meaningful effort to contact uh, relevant people, you know, mm. things can indeed go out of it. So that's number one. Number two, it's um, I was stuck at home with my two kids. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not sure if I used to stuck, right? But um, I mean, I, I do hear lots of people, they were saying that, oh, it's so difficult to have their kids back there. And they were, you know, uh, there were lots of uh, shouting. Mm and things like that but but um again i i use this time to really bond with my two boys mm. um and um you know my, my younger ones just turning six in a month in fact two weeks time and um i've i've, I've missed out on how much he's grown mm. you know, step back and i look wow he's grown like almost double the length you know yeah. and i always wondered where did the years go to so so yeah. it was it was a time for me to really treasure yeah. the, the people who are you know pivotal, critical, mm. and most, you know, they're, they're the most um, important to my life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think all of us, most of people just say, it, yeah, they're important, but, but mm. to be present mm. with them every moment, uh, to be able to uh, talk to them, uh, you know, hold their hands, you know, mm. uh, hug them, and treasure those moments, you know, every day was, um, you know, it's priceless. Teresa. Mm. It was priceless. So, so, so I think, I think that, that's another thing I learned about myself is that, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the busyness, I, I think ultimately if I could say a summary of, of your, to, 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 to summarize the, the, the answer to your question is that busyness in, mm. in our lives has kept me away mm. from things that mattered. Mm. You know, personal growth and, you know, really, really appreciating the important people in my life. Mm. That's beautiful. I, I, I love what you said about, um, you know, how you appreciate it, how you are appreciating, you know, mm. that people and relationships are really what matters. And I think I've heard this quite, and it's true for myself as well. And I've heard this with quite a number of people where this forced slowdown has, has really forced us to reassess what's important in life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and um, simplifying things and, and, and prioritizing it and having the time to prioritize mm -hmm. so that you can pay attention and celebrate what's important. Um, you know, things that we've taken for granted for such a long time. 
Yeah, that's right. You know, mm. and, and time just passes. And, time just passes. Know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I also love what you said uh, about um, uh, earlier on about self-care. And because um, what I've noticed for myself and for a lot of people, it's that it's that busyness and, you know, and sometimes even like wearing the busyness and the stress as a badge of honor, mm. as opposed to giving ourselves permission to look after ourselves so that we can really then be effective in what's important to us, whether it be caring for others or, or, or doing our jobs in whatever mm. capacity in our different hats that we wear, but not, not wearing it as a badge of honor. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Donis. I mean, I really enjoyed speaking, you to, yeah. speaking with you today about this very important topic about well-being mm. and resilience because so mm. many people are still are still struggling and um, you know, this uncertainty about not, not knowing when the vaccine's coming out or even whether their jobs are safe. Um, you know, we, we do need to build the skill sets and these are learnable built skill sets exactly. that we can learn. Exactly. This, um, mm. So we can, we can um, not just survive this change, but thrive through it. Exactly. Exactly. And, and thanks to Isa for having me on, on, yeah, on this chat with you. And it's a very meaningful chat. And, and I hope that people listening in uh, have gained you know, a couple of things. And, and I, think, I think I agree with you. I think the one thing I, I really want to uh, uh, influence on, on, on you know, my, my, my fellow friends, Singaporeans and the people out there in the world is mm. that uh, how, how important uh, mental health is. As, as I mentioned, it, it is, it's the other invisible force that uh sometimes we just don't pay too much attention to mm. sometimes just we, we we think um you know just oh if if i'm eating well or if i'm exercising well therefore my mental health will be well I, I i you know i really don't think that's the case you know so so i think that's something we need to spend a little bit more effort um to help uh, each other out and to help people that we're working with you know to really uh, help them to build up their mental health Absolutely. And with that note, um, um, I want to offer what you and I have been working on to our listeners. So we've got a seven day well-being and resilience challenge. The link will be in the show notes today. Um, so please feel free to take a look. And if you're interested in that, there'll be uh, information on how to contact either donors or myself so that you can try out this in the teams at your workplace. Okay. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks very much, Donis. Take care. Okay, you too.